0: The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content.
1: This is Colvic Darkseed, I'm a half-orc cleric, I'm really into CrossFit and spreading my dike seed. Shakes.
2: I am Melvin Hardy. I am a high elf wizard. Unfortunately, sometimes I turn people inside out.
3: I drink to forget. And I think to remember.
4: Previously
2: on the very good adventuring team.
3: Hello,
0: I hear your adventurers, and I need some very good adventurers.
2: Thinking longingly about the soup that I once had.
0: Oh, I was married once.
2: She was gone by the time I had the horses slowed down.
0: One arrow,
3: right in her heart. Your Lord Zeno didn't save you, did he?
4: (laughs) (laughs) He thought he was a
3: Well, that's enough stories for one
0: night.
4: -night.
2: (laughs) Uh, We should probably turn back and go home. What do you think, Phyllis? Yeah. Yeah. Too scary. Nansen, you made it. Congrats. Ooh, magic. Nansen, where are you going? Well, I'm going ahead. This isn't it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like Nansen. Don't smooth me out, man.
3: <laughs> My precious, precious edges. <laughs> Quartz gravy starts leaking out of them. Quartz gravy. <laughs> That's weird.
2: What's Nansen doing this whole time? He should shake off his coward's manacles and make an attack. <laughs> Punch the quartz with his fist, he break his hand. Literally doesn't even have a weapon. So I rolled a 17 here. Um, I have the lucky feat that I haven't really taken advantage of. Mm. I believe I can use one of those points to maybe re-roll this. Uh, if you'd like to, you can re-roll. Let me just double check. I think if you
0: do lucky, you re-roll all of the dice. So you are not able to use it for damage. When you make an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, you can spend a luck point to roll an additional d20. Uh, You can choose to spend one of your luck points after you roll, before the outcome is determined, blah, blah, blah.
2: Got Oh, okay.
0: Um, The one thing that you should take advantage of, though, especially you, is you can spend a luck point when an attack roll is made against you, roll a d20, then choose whether the attacker uses the attacker's roll or yours. So your consistent one rolls you can just make people miss you all the time. <laughs> That's where you're gonna use up all your twenties though. Uh, so it'll just be the seventeen damage. Alright. And that was against Amethyst, correct? Correct. Amethyst has now gotten to the point of being wrecked. Uh stand where you are, etc.
2: Um So if I disengage this guy, he has an attack of opportunity, right?
0: You would need to disengage if you wanted to not incur an attack of opportunity, Um, but only Roscoe has the option to do that as a bonus action, since you've already consumed your action as a... What if I, um... Wait, did you? What did you do on your turn?
2: You haven't done anything anything yet. I haven't done anything yet.
0: So yes, you could disengage as an action and get away without any penalty.
2: And that, that counts as an action? What about if I teleport or use a skill, like Misty Step Away? are uh, well, you trying to
3: kill that son of a bitch? He's wrecked. Uh,
0: that would not take an attack of opportunity. If you Basically, if you disappear, the, the attack of opportunity is effectively you're trying to run away from something. Um, so if you disengage, you're like defending on your way away. But if right. you don't, then they can take a poke in at your defenses. So Misty Step would be okay. Misty Step would get you cleanly away. So is he wrecked?
2: Uh, no, I'm sorry. I misspoke that is, he is just bloodied. Uh, so I will Misty Step away as a bonus action. You get, what, 30 feet on that? Yeah. Come join this piety. And I'm just gonna go, like, over here. Okay. And then I will, uh, cast Lightning at him.
0: With... This guy's still frightened, isn't he? Yeah. Disadvantage on the Dexterity saving throw. Fuck, you rolled an 18 and a 19, though. Um, but... Still takes half of 27, which will be 13. What a butthead. Um, this would be an opportunity. Oh, no shit, that's just on attacks. Never mind. I was going to say you could do the lucky thing, but that doesn't work on this.
2: Yeah, I can't really do anything about my roll there, right? My DC is my DC, right? Yeah, you can use lucky to make an attacker
0: re-roll an attack roll, but not a saving throw. Right. 13 still pretty good damage, though. Um, you do still have movement, if you'd like.
2: Um, I'll move. I'll
3: move further this way. Alright. Roscoe, over to you. Moving myself right here. To make it a pincher thing to give us advantage.
2: Mm-hmm. I so suppose I should say where we're moving. We should probably be, try to be descriptive about that, huh? Oh, sure. I am moving opposite quartz from a well, Colvick. I should probably describe where I moved first. Okay. <laughs> We'll figure this out eventually. Uh, So I take my movement. I'm going to move to position myself behind Quartz.
0: Okay. About 10 feet away?
2: About 10 feet away from Quartz. Yeah, behind him. And then
0: Roscoe, when your turn comes around, you slip in the middle of Melvin and Quartz. Mm Mm-hmm. On the opposite side is Kolvik and Nansen, so all pretty maids in a row.
3: All right. So I'm going to stab
0: Quartz. Okay. Uh, you have advantage, so the 27 is a critical. That definitely hits. So that'll be 16 on the critical, and then... Plus 10 more. Woo! one 6 damage. Man! That is enough to get him to wrecked, but not quite enough to kill. Our rope is
1: our powerhouse for hitting.
0: Mm-hmm. a hit? Five. Your first dagger takes a significant chip out of quartz. And your second dagger, stabbing into a very important crotch in the gem material. It's just the right focal point. A ringing sound rings out as quartz shatters and falls in shards to the ground. So endeth your turn, I would imagine. Yeah. Kulvik, it's over to you. Amethyst is the only one left to the Uh, north of you.
1: Well, I'm going to use all my half-orc speed, run up the full distance, and while I'm full speed ahead, use my inflict wounds and try to... I don't think I can probably lift him up, because he's probably just a really heavy dude. Why am I
0: still... Are you fucking Darth Vadering the Emperor right yeah, now?
1: Yeah, exactly what <laughs> I'm trying to do. Just go up and hold him <laughs> and do my inflict wounds on him. As soon as I reach him... <laughs> <laughs> What was that?
0: <laughs> what was that really a part? No. <laughs> okay,
2: oh, yeah, that was. That was a peckalo.
0: <laughs> Twenty-two uh, on your attack roll is going to hit, and oh, it smells! Oh, there it is, my cast level. There
1: it is. I want to do it that level.
0: Yeah, it, it smells. smells.
3: I can smell that one.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, I see him immune this time. So you actually, you make your attack roll and then it decides what level it's going to be at? Yeah, that's what confused me last time too. I'm like, where is it at? But Hmm. you
1: have to hit it before it decides your attack roll.
0: Interesting. Well, maybe that changes the way that I think about the damage. But anyway, you do hit. That's going to be 19 necrotic damage plus another 5 necrotic damage for casting it at the higher level. That gives us a total of 24. Unfortunately, that is not enough to kill Amethyst.
1: It didn't really... Eh, it didn't kill uh, the Emperor either, so... Mm-hmm. Just need to break off his face.
0: Yeah, chips are flying everywhere. Wounds have been inflicted. With the change in uh, scenery here, Nansen is going to scoot over behind Roscoe and Melvin. So Amethyst is the last remaining crystalline uh, elemental dude sort of thing here. Uh, is at the north side of the room. Kolvik is immediately south... About 20 feet southeast is Roscoe, Melvin, and Nansen. Amethyst takes its turn. Two claw attacks against Kolvik. I oh, don't know. He thinks so. 19. Oh, he knows so. Mm-hmm. hmm That'll be eight piercing damage. Maybe. And then a critical hit.
1: Oh,
0: man. Okay. For another 15. So that is a total of 23 no. damage. Yeah, these guys mess us up when they. Yes. 23 That completes Amethyst's turn Melvin, it's over to you uh, He's got a roll he's still, mm, uh, Fuck, you're right damn, I'm going to keep doing that So does he attack everyone at
1: disadvantage? I guess it really doesn't matter On those two, but Yeah, and this would a critical
0: hit it, yeah, so actually, man, it, they both—they
1: both, w- both would have hit anyway. They both mind. do.
0: They both do hit, but remove or added six hit points back in because it wouldn't be a critical. All right. That's so what we get for playing too late, man. Thank God for fear. Um, I just keep forgetting all the shit I'm supposed to track. A one definitely failed on its wisdom saving throw. Roll me up. Come on.
2: Some 4d10. go, go. 4d10. Give me some big whammies Don't here. Don't make me fear.
0: 27 damage. The biggest roll of the night. Imagining a thousand tiny rock hammers. <laughs> the psychic damage destroys. Destroys Amethyst. Can't
3: take it, man. <laughs> game over, man. It's Game over. <laughs>
0: blows apart and ju- just his head shatters into the rocks around him and the body slumps to its knees. As Kolvik elegantly steps out of the way, the torso flops to the ground and shatters. Are they like like pretty rocks? Can we collect them for treasure? In fact, they are pretty rocks. I'm glad you asked. I will be adding a little note to your inventory. You see before you, and you you collect from the various caverns and nooks and crannies, etc. around you. There were 1,496 gold pieces worth of amethyst chips and chunks. 593 gold pieces worth of quartz that I just realized I spelled wrong.
3: Quartz. Quartz. (laughs) Quartz.
0: And then 6,724 gold pieces worth of emerald, bringing you to a grand total of 8,813 gold pieces.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's a haul. Mm-hmm. So we really don't need this guy anymore. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dump him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, man.
0: Nansen is very grateful for you all defending his life. Should we
3: give him some money? No. The hot tip he gave us.
1: Well... I think he'll get... Well, you might give him money at the end of the quest, but we're halfway through.
2: No, we shouldn't give him anything. If he's so smart, why didn't he know that these things were going to be in there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think of the... Well-played wizard. <laughs> ...chef that I used to work for. The chef I used to work for would always... Uh, like People would come in like after doing something dumb or whatever, and she'd always... <laughs> Why are you so smart? You're so stupid.
4: <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean?
0: Yeah, they know what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and you always still felt really dumb when she said it. But so there's another room in this cavern to the east of you, and like you guys are are chipping away, uh, picking up all these little like slivers of,
2: of gemstone and whatnot. And are we are we. Are we chipping away at their bodies with little rock hammers? Like (laughs) 10 GP, 20 GP?
0: (laughs) Imagining like the video game, the numbers keep going up above. Ting, ting, ting. You guys are collecting stuff and Nansen proceeds to the room past. Uh, You guys watch watch him go over there and eventually you you kind of follow in past him. Um, He's kind of on the far end of the room, about 25 feet away from you or so. And he's standing in front of this little, uh, this little pillar, and it's like a pillar of, um, of, a, of a lighter stone, more or less. Uh, this whole thing is, is like sort of like quartz-looking um, room. It's like vaguely shimmery, l- reflective, but it mostly just looks like stone, almost like a granite, I would say. Uh, and on the far end of this room is this, is this pillar, and you see him sort of like lean down to it. And that draws your attention to it. And you can see this thing, like it's just stone. But even though there's no light coming from it, it's bright. Like there's no other way to describe it. This this stone, which is not emitting any light, is somehow bright. Like it's almost hard to look at. You see Nansen roll up a sleeve and he kind of fumbles with it for a minute. He can't quite get it up far enough. And he just shrugs his backpack off and then shrugs his jacket off. And you see he's got this golden bracer wrapped up, uh, wrapped up his left arm um, and you can see from here that it's got this big red ruby on it and he lays the arm flat on top of this stone pedestal and touches this gemstone and what you see on the wall to the left of you is like this shimmering light like it starts getting kind of brighter and eventually this white light coalesces into darker colors and eventually like a, some patches of green and some patches of brown. And then you, you see the image resolve into full resolution. What you and I would think of almost as like a projected image, but obviously there's no fucking projectors in this world. So and it's a wooded path. And after a few moments, you see that there's a cart advancing. Like it looks like it's coming at you slowly. You see two figures on this cart in the driver's seat and uh, you recognize a much younger Nansen and a woman is sitting next to him. You're gonna go ahead and successfully guess that this is Ebby sitting on the bench next to him. You don't know how or why but you can see Nansen look towards you guys. Not the Nansen that's in the room but this younger Nansen in this, in this vision. And he smiles. He reaches over and puts an arm around Ebby, and he kind of like tickles her side a little bit and smiles at her. And with his left hand, he kicks the reins on the, uh, the two horses that are pulling this cart. And you see him smile for a second. And then you see an arrow sink into his back. The vision disappears. And you hear a clatter of metal on the floor, on the stone floor. And you look over and you can see the backpack is still there. You can see his jacket's still there. And you can see the bracer is still there. But Nansen is gone. What do you do? Is the image still there? The image is faded. It's just a regular stone wall now. That rock still looks like kind of brightish, you would say, but um, the
2: rest of the image that was in the room is now gone. You think he went to the past or what? He changed the past. Oh, he changed the past because the arrow went into his wife in the story that he told, right? So he changed the past so the arrow went into him. Mm-hmm. His wife. And so now died. he's dead. He doesn't exist anymore. Mm. But his wife's somewhere then, right? We don't know where.
3: We should go marry her. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
0: three of you. <laughs> Do you say um, his bag's there, though? His bag is still there. What's inside of his bag? You go rummage through the bag, and you find mostly notes, papers. Everything that you're finding in there points to this room, to this um this area, you might say, this this vein of powerful uh-huh. magic—it's almost like a ley line, you might say, or the uh, the emergence of a powerful point of magic. In addition to that, you find there is three hundred and eighty-four gold. Basically, this is what he was intending to pay you guys with.
1: Then, almost like he he bought us here so he can
2: save his wife, but now we're just in this room. He traded spots with his wife. Mm-hmm. That was his whole goal to get here. Well, I feel like the bracer is probably pretty important. So I'm going to pick that up. All right. And um, I'll put it on.
0: You put it on. Um, You don't feel anything at the moment. I'll have you make an Arcana check.
2: If you get a
1: one. (laughs) I want to know what the stuff does.
0: Oh. Uh, With a 20, you are able to feel that effectively this thing has... Uh, Is expended at the moment, but the power that's in it will come back. So you guys all collect up your stuff. And you're wearing this bracer throughout the journey back. You guys go collect your horses. You you grab Nansen's horse too while you're at it and, and bring that all back. It only takes you about a day or so to get a feel for what this object is. And in fact, it's about 24 hours later that you feel the magic return to this object. Over the course of a day or so, you start getting the impression of what it does. What you have found is what we will call from here forward, Nansen's Bracer, because, well, you don't know where the fuck it came from before that. What you can do with this bracer is, at any time, you can touch the big gemstone that's on the side of it, and you can rewind time for six seconds.
3: What?
0: Why Effectively, what this does is it allows you to redo any turn and any rolls you take in that turn from here forward. It is a single use per long rest.
2: Can I actually use it to like go back in time? Or is it just for rolls? Um, you you go back in time six seconds. So, use it to undo it
0: and
3: send it. Bring it back. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's okay, buddy. We got you.
3: No.
1: So... <laughs> What yeah, is this do? one of those things where he can, like, if somebody makes a bad decision, let's say, cuts off his wiener, and then he can.
2: <laughs> don't do it!
1: Yeah, he can come back six <laughs> seconds, like, whoa, whoa, don't cut off your wiener. It's not that good. <laughs> How did you know i was I've seen gonna... you do
4: it?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: not <doesn't> I... <laughs> <a> well. <while. laughs> I've
4: seen you do it. <laughs> You're just, you just, <laughs> no. One of you sitting there holding
0: a knife going, hmm, and all of a sudden Melvin just vomits.
4: Whoa. Don't Whoa,
1: do it. Don't do it. I've seen this. It's not a good end. I know it seems like a good idea right now.
4: <laughs> I've seen the future.
0: Um, so, yeah, effectively what this does is it takes Melvin Hardmeat's consciousness and everything that you've seen and know, etc., and moves that back six seconds in time. I specifically chose six seconds in time because that's one round of combat, by the way. Um, So effectively, anything that happens in one round of combat, or, for example, at a Pogs game, or, for example, anywhere where you need to step back and rewind time for about six seconds, (laughs) you can do it.
2: Man, this is like the ultimate fuck with you. You can only do it once a day. Yeah, but that's... You can, you can do a lot with six seconds. <laughs> you can do a lot in one day. Uh, that's awesome. Um, let's just go ahead and call this Melvin's bracelet from now on.
1: <laughs> so I to say, do the rest of us know what? I mean, he's the only one who really knows what it does, right? Until
2: he tells you. Yeah, we you have don't know no what it clue does. about this. It's just a pretty bracelet.
4: Mm-hmm. What a pretty bracelet!
2: It's <laughs> a nice bracelet over there. What's it do? Well, uh, so it's it actually doesn't actually rewind time. I just it just sends my consciousness so I can. Change my decision, or tell somebody else to change theirs. Yep. Interesting. Can I wear it? Well, yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> what, why? Why can't we wear this thing, man? Sure. Click. Actually, I don't know if you can or can't. All I know is that uh, Exoot told me about it. So supposedly, this might have been for me.
1: But I'm actually curious. What? What? What are you going to do if, let's say, I ask you, "Hey, what's that? What's that bracelet?" What's that about?
2: Uh, I'll tell you. It lets me go back in my brain. My brain goes back for six seconds. Actually, if that makes sense to you. Cole? Important that we know. It's just good. I mean, how much time?
0: Melvin, you've got to go back! That was, a, that was Christopher fucking walking. That wasn't even close
2: to what's his name from Back to the Future Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. I did the wrong Christopher. You have a Mr. Fusion that we can put beer cans and banana peels in? Well, technically, that's you now. Yeah, true. (laughs) For 20 years, I've been waiting to warn you about your
3: kids.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's so crazy. Uh, So this is... So this bracer, plus my luckiness feat, I get to redo up to four rolls a day. And that's pretty handy, based on my rolling performance. Well, and think about some of the other awesome ramifications
0: too. Like, you guys fight some high level monster that's resistant to the damage you're doing to it. You can just go back in time and be like, hey guys, don't stab it. It's worth It's not going to do shit. Yep. There's a lot of shit you could do with this. This Mm -hmm. is probably the most overpowered magic item I have ever given a level eight player. But Uh yeah, you have this, the 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 levitation son of a bitch I have ever met. So it felt really appropriate to give it to you. Can't wait
2: to get Wish and then. Uh, And this Did this work? Okay (laughs) I'll wish for something different
0: (laughs) I wish my bracer would work 20 times a day (laughs)
4: Awesome
2: (laughs) No wait, click, I wish it would work 40 times a day (laughs) Let's just go all the way back To the first podcast
0: (laughs) Melvin wishes you guys all back to the beginning. He's just suddenly wearing a face. Guess what, guys? We're
2: we're starting over. (laughs) Well, cool. I just have to say, mine's way cooler than your guys' stuff. A quiver? (laughs) I can go back in time. (laughs) Alright. What'd you get, Kulvik? You got a wiener necklace? A really cool wiener necklace. I had a dream too. Have you even used your wiener necklace?
0: You just used it tonight a is couple that, times. Is
1: that what got us full healing? That we uh, got to half. That's what happened with the... Um, gotcha. Yeah, the divinity one. To half, and then the... Yeah. Divinity? But no, this, I, I cherish my wiener.
3: <laughs> Who doesn't? You just
1: talked about cutting your wiener off.
4: <laughs>
1: I said, what if, so fun, okay?
0: Way. What if it was hypothetical? Good thing
2: somebody went back and told you. <laughs> like, right? Like... <laughs> like <laughs> Can you somebody give me the hypothetical situation where you're going to cut your wiener off? But hey, watch what he can do with his bracer. And he cuts off his wiener.
3: Melvin just sits there. What? No. <laughs> For no apparent reason you hear Melvin going seven. Six. Doesn't even say stop. <laughs> but what are you doing? You have to go back. <laughs> go Three, back. Go back.
4: Go back. <laughs> Try putting your wiener back on in a
3: panic <laughs> Go back on Oh good lord
4: <laughs> Don't they Go back any further
3: So you
0: guys make it back to Andon You uh, get back to the house You have a lovely uh, evening at home Celebrating the, um, the victories And the cool shit you've acquired Etc and as you look out the window, the
2: first snow starts to fall for the year. Snow. What does it feel like when I go back in time?
0: You, like, you like finally there's... get an image of what it's like to be hit by Ray of Perkins.
2: <laughs> I mean, does it we, feel like there's It, two, it two feels problems.
0: like your brain goes back out through your asshole into a previous brain. You're getting <laughs> shit into a
4: brain.
3: <laughs> 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 Through the sphincter of time,
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the tight, tight sphincter of time. No, I don't know. I didn't really think about like it. A so,
1: warm can of <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you uh, you can come up with what you feel like on that, or I can think of something next time. But I didn't really, I didn't really think about what it would feel like to go back in time. Endural I feel, it, I feel like it would be like. I feel like it would almost be like a deja vu feeling when you got back and you're like, fuck, I know what's going to happen. Like,
3: Yeah. Like,
2: like a you'd... glitch in the matrix.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Rear.
0: Was
2: it the same cat? No. Yeah.
0: Shucks howdy to all of you fantastic individuals listening. Fellow DMs, have you ever given a super powerful magic item to a player and then lived to regret it? I get the feeling I'm about to truly understand that experience. Well, summer is rolling right along. I'm grateful you're all sticking with us. We're even welcoming back John as an official Patreon patron. Thanks for coming back, John. We're glad to have you. Of course, all of you know you can help out the podcast by donating through Patreon or through Ko-fi. It's always fantastic to see, and it really helps keep us going. Anyways, as always, thanks to all of our Patreon sponsors. Uh, By the way, I realized that I'm an idiot, and uh, the last time I did the mid-roll, I talked about renaming slash renumbering the episodes on May 30th. That's actually going to be June 30th, so the end of this month. I know I could probably do it earlier, but I wanted to make sure everyone had plenty of time to brace themselves for this epic level of change. Hey, hey, y'all, we got a new review from A.A. Ron. They tell us, I was not into D&D. I played maybe one game in high school and wasn't a fan. But I began listening to this podcast at the suggestion of a friend. The first episode raised an eyebrow. After two episodes, I was hooked. Between the compelling storylines, rich characters, and the original music, the podcast captured my imagination. The DM is excellent, and the entire team makes you feel like you're in the room with old friends, crass jokes and all. Keep up the good work, guys. I'll keep listening. Well, A.A. we are super happy you're listening and that you took the time to leave us an iTunes review. May a rain of giant D's find its way to you. And thanks to everyone who's left us a review on iTunes. We're at like 22 now, I think. It makes us all super happy and helps put us in front of new ears. We're all just doing our darndest to put out the best possible podcast we can and have as much fun as possible doing it. So, I know I should be using the money we get from Patreon to pay for hosting and all the other fees we pay to put this out there, but, well, I just can't help but wanting to do even cooler stuff with it. Right now, I'm working on getting two commission pieces done for the show. I hope to have more news on that soon. In the meantime, you can head over to our subreddit to see the artwork we got done a while back. This was a piece done by at hominidart from Twitter. It's actually all three of our main characters, and I think it's pretty badass. Stop on by and let me know what you think. If you're having trouble getting to the VGAT Reddit, by the way, you can find a link to it from our website at thevgat.com. T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. And that's enough out of me for today. Thanks again to all of our listeners. I hope you are all having a wonderful day. Okay, so a quick note before we go into the next bit here. Uh, Here at the VGAT, we're always trying to find new ways to improve the podcast. How can we make it funnier, better audio quality, etc. Well, in a recent recording session, we were talking about how boring our combat is to listen to. We try our best, but it can really drag on sometimes. We were doing some mock combat to see what we could come up with, and, well, we think it turned into something special. We hope you enjoy it. We're doing. So I think this this idea is priceless. So we're just going to roll with it, and maybe we use this in an episode. Maybe we don't. We'll see how it goes. Um, but the three of you had taken a day trip out to local uh, lake to have a have a fishing day. I think we've mentioned you guys go fishing a couple of times. You're on your way back to town, and ahead of you on the road are four brightly colored people in brightly colored clothing walking towards you and they're swinging various I don't know from here it just looks like socks or something like that <laughs> <laughs> do, they have, do they have rocks and socks? Like that's their weapon? <laughs> I was thinking like a, it's like a tube sock full of gold coins or something like that <laughs> Rocks will do just fine. Anything you can think of in there Bars of soap? Yeah, bars of soap. You're going to get the full metal jacket treatment? <laughs> So you see him swinging these, these uh, gaily-colored tube socks full of uh, uh, nickels and shit as they walk down the road towards you. And in dramatic Old West standoff style, as you guys get about 25 feet from each other, you look across and, you know, the dust devil rolls across the road, and you see what can only be the four leaders of the local clown union. And the lead guy with a big bright red nose... Big orange afro of hair ringed around his head. Says, uh, so I heard you guys was uh, hiring some alternate performers. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you're going to have a performance for a children's birthday party in the town of Andon, there's a certain group of individuals that represents those interests.
3: (laughs) Uh, Let me guess, you're part of this group, clown?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you got that right. Clown Union four sixty two. <laughs> clown or what is it? What would it be? Clown Local? Call local. Yeah. <laughs> clown, clown
2: Local Clown Local four sixty two. Well, no, it should be Clown Local 420.
4: <laughs> or, check, four twenty.
2: Four sixty nine, yeah. <laughs> what other hilarious numbers are
4: there? <laughs> well, well, Clown there are Local six six six.
3: Yeah, there you go.
0: The, the, the fucking It Clowns mm-hmm. Where the It Clowns Clown Local 420 They say uh I can't even fucking think of what they would say <laughs> <laughs> it's, I can't like It's really hard to imagine A bunch of clowns on a road like Trying to blackball you guys And I don't know what do, what do they
3: ask for They want some payoff money probably No they want, blood. They want so blood Let's put up that slide too and now nobody's Got no time for any clowns <laughs> What the fuck am I doing, DMing, man?
0: <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, these clowns are. <laughs> fuck it, let's just shortcut this shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> so these clowns have blood in their eyes, and uh, they. <laughs>
4: I'm
3: gonna kill you. <laughs> I might touch your corpse. <laughs> oh, <shit.
4: laughs> oh, that's so creepy. Uncle
0: Fodler over here is gonna deal you
4: right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Make sure you're editing in some uh, some some horns and toots and shit afterwards.
4: Woo
0: Oh dude. It was slide whistles. <laughs> when we when you do the when you do the sound and shit for the fight scene that we're about to do, <laughs> make sure you put in plenty of like honks and slide whistles and shit. <laughs> Cisco, day, I'm bonking him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> With their instruments to us. Uppercut him to the groin. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these clowns have clearly come for blood. They are not going to be satisfied with being paid off. They are upset about the slide. They're upset about not hiring union clowns. And they're here to whoop some ass.
2: You're going to die, clown. (laughs) Are we rolling for initiative?
0: Let's roll for initiative. All right. In the initiative order, Roscoe has a 22, Melvin has a 9, and Kolvik has a 3. Binky's got a 9, Bobo 15, Slappy a 3, and Krusty with 17. That is going to put Roscoe at the top of the order. Roscoe, tell me about your
3: turn. I'm going to draw on fire on Binky. Binky the asshole. <laughs> where
2: are you, trying, you should not say where you're going to shoot him at. Oh, I'm aiming right for his stupid clown nose. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll oh like it. It's like a big bullseye. See if it honks with an arrow through it. <laughs> so, 11. All right, that is 8 damage for...
0: Who did you say again? Binky? 8 to Binky's fucking face. Next up in the turn order is Krusty.
3: <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I'll tickle you even if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes,
4: tickle fingers.
3: <laughs> fucking creepiest clowns. <laughs> Just perverts. <laughs> There's a reason why we didn't hire you. <laughs> Krusty runs
0: across half of the battlefield and is not quite up to the point where he is in range of you. Bob O is going to do the same thing, Run across half of the battlefield, sockful of nickels, a-swinging. <laughs> Binky. He's going to tie a bow and arrow out of a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I had fucking time to prep this combat encounter, there would be a bunch of shit like that. Like,
4: make the balloon
0: squeaky noises in the background. He's got a bow. He's got a fucking sword made out of red and pink balloons. Mm-hmm. That would, like, surprisingly
2: do a bunch of damage. Ten feet away. He has this flower. Oh, going, yeah full of pee or something. <laughs> 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 like, like, like an acid attack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something <Not> actually beat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Whoa!
0: <laughs> Alright. Binky is going to throw two daggers at Roscoe. What? Dagger number one. Kapwing. That's a ten. It looks like that's a miss. Yep, against my fifteen. Dagger number two is a nine. Also a miss. Suck it, clown. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Melvin, it's over to you So, I'm gonna move uh, basically in the middle of all these guys and I'm gonna cast Blindness on all four of them <laughs> <laughs> Do it So this is, uh, I'm gonna cast uh, Blindness as a fourth level spell Four clowns gotta be to 15 or they're
0: blind Slappy is blind Krusty is blind Bobbo is blind. Binky is blind. You have blinded <laughs> four fucking clowns. Four blind clowns.
4: <laughs> See
0: how oh, they bleed. <laughs> All right. On Slappy's turn, Slappy is going to... Be blind. Be fucking blind. Uh, if you, actually, you know what? I'm just going to double check think if you're blind you
2: have disadvantage on attacks. Next round I'm gonna cast deafness on all four of them. <laughs> I'll run around going. <laughs> <laughs> why do they why do they lose the ability to speak <laughs> because they're <went> <laughs>
4: well, Really it takes a while, but not for these guys. <laughs>
0: Slappy, on Slappy's turn, Slappy is going to go in a basically random fucking direction.
2: (laughs) Into a tree, hopefully.
0: (laughs) There's no scenery out right now. But Binky is going to go in a random direction, takes two slashes with his, or two, what the fuck would you call that, two... Pounds to something with his fucking sock full of nickels.
2: Swings.
0: (laughs) Swings, yeah. Just flails around. He's just helicoptering over
2: there. (laughs) 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 He's just running in circles.
0: (laughs) But it's nowhere near anybody. Kolvik, it's going to be over to
1: you now. While this is going on, I was rubbing my new bracelet of the man. And then I look at Binky and I say, Binky, what smells like shit? And then I banish him into the third dimension.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: no. Poor guy. He's and in the third dimension.
0: Well, I think if you're going to go to the third dimension, you'd rather not see it. Oh, you'll smell it. Charisma saving throw or be banished. Oh,
2: no, Binky. (laughs) Even I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy.
0: I'm just going to say right now (laughs) that... Clowns are charismatic motherfuckers. I mean, that's your whole life, is living off of your charisma. Ah, uh, Binky does not get vanished to the third dimension, unfortunately. Oh. That's going to be a 20. <laughs> Anything else on your turn? Just disappointment.
4: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and... I
0: am disappointed.
1: Disappointed! <laughs> I'm going to move closer to Roscoe, so if Bobo could find his
3: way blindly to him. Roscoe, over to you. Everybody's still blind. You have four blind clowns, you've got advantage on all attacks. Going to reach into my bag and pull out a handful of ball bearings. And just throw them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna call that a bonus action. You can do that without a whole lot of skill or dexterity. Your ball bearings scatter across the,
3: the playing field. Do you wanna take an action as well? Uh like just moving or attack. Attack. Yeah, I'll take a shot at stupid Babo with my bow.
0: In the Babo with the bow! Bobo hey, Babo. Hey, Babo. Hey, Babo. 23 is definitely a hit. Total of 12 piercing damage for Babo. Over to Krusty. Krusty has no idea what's going on around him. Krusty's going to move in a dice determined direction. In doing so, is going to need to make a dexterity saving throw to stay on those Krusty the Clown shoes. I probably shouldn't actually say Krusty the Clown. We might get the cease and desist out of that. Shit, that's a two though. Krusty is prone on the ground. Bobbo. Bobbo is moving in a random direction as well here. Bobbo's also going to do a little bit of... Oh man, that's another two. Bobbo makes it... A little bit to the east here before... (laughs) Fucking dumping it. Over to Binky. Binky. Blinded Binky. That's a two. And Binky's gonna see if Binky can stay on Binky's feet. Binky does not stay on Binky's feet. Makes it to about there. And drops. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so far you've got four blind clowns only one of which is still on their feet that's a pretty damn productive turn Melvin and it's already back
2: to you it looks like what do we have over here we have Bobo and Krusty these guys look pretty close would you say they're in ten feet of each other Yeah. I'm gonna cast confusion on them both <laughs> I feel like we're being mean to these clowns. <laughs> really teaching them a lesson here. Well, was either that or Phantasmal Killer. <laughs> what freaks out a clown? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like a, a mirror. Someone to cast uh, Confusion on Bobbo and uh, poor Krusty. All right, Bobo and Krusty. Hey, what's going on here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bobbo and Krusty have both failed their saving throws oh.
4: <laughs> They are
0: blind, prone, and confused <laughs> That's an excellent turn, Melvin. Slappy, the only clown still on their feet Slappy is going to move in a random direction and moving in that direction blindly stays on their feet and just amazingly enough happens to move within melee range of melvin is gonna make two sock full of quarters uh blind swings the first one's a nine that looks like a miss and the second one is actually two twos (laughs) so Melvin, you elegantly dodged two sockfuls of of, uh, nickels as they swing around you. (laughs) (laughs) Slappy's still on their feet, though. Kolvik, it's back to you. All right. I'm going to move 15 feet in front of me
1: and then cast Guardian of Faith right by Bobbo. All right. So anything that walks in between 10 feet of that Guardian has to make a Dexterity saving throw or take 20 damage.
0: For the Guardian of Faith, I think the most important thing is what is the shape of this Guardian
2: of Faith? I like how we're, uh. <laughs> we've pretty much disabled all of these clowns, and <laughs> you're, you're launching your Patronum here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you that... must be deeply frightened of these clowns. I am. Um... Is this one of your worst nightmares or something?
1: I've never dealt with one of these before, before the party. It's coming up all on me. They're having fun. I hate fun. I'm a half-orc. And so... Do you understand the clowns? No, I don't see their purpose. They seem pointless to me. Why war paint? <laughs>
4: what? <laughs>
2: Are these? <laughs> these are all war clowns. No <laughs> kidding. That is, that is a universe specific new thing war clowns.
0: Let loose the clowns of war. understand. How, How
1: is he still smiling when he's surely frowning? Uh, the Guardian will be a crying child. They're going to thrive on that. What? No, it's <laughs> like a, a, a child you can't entertain.
0: Ah, That's sure. What it is. It's
1: just a, a child you can never make happy.
0: Not necessarily crying, but fussy.
1: Fussy, the fussy child who just climbs on them and can't entertain them.
4: Mm-hmm. That
0: is like pulling at their noses mm-hmm. and popping yeah, yeah, the, to... the balloon animals they're making.
3: Roscoe, back at the top of the order. It's up to you. I'm going to run right up to Babo. Hey, Babo. And I'm going to douse him in cleaning fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Confused. blind, (laughs) (laughs) Bobo. Oh, no. And I will leave it to my
4: companions (laughs) to
3: decide what to do with the cleaning fluid. Either maybe they're intimidated into
2: stopping. Maybe. (laughs) Is it cleaning the war paint off? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> as you, you're you splashing May- in his face, and he's like, Maybe- It's the like wall washing <laughs> off of him. Maybe that's their worst nightmare, It's having their makeup washed Being off. Being naked to the world. Yep. <laughs> My ugly face.
3: <laughs> out,
1: Guys, are these humans? What's going on here? The yeah. base. You're
3: just
0: now realizing for the first time these are actual people. <laughs> <laughs> Clown makeup washed off of the one. <laughs> <laughs> Their face comes off? What? I don't understand. A
3: second layer? War <laughs> <More> clowns. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. <laughs>
0: Babo starts screaming immediately as the, as the uh, war clown paint is uh, washed off of his face. That'll impact <laughs> what Babo does on Babo's turn. But for the time being, Krusty is up. For Krusty's turn, I must roll a d8, or sorry, a d10 to decide that behavior. Krusty's just gonna lay there like a fucking bump on a log. <laughs> 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 Creature does not, ta- does not move or take actions on this turn, then that will move over to Babo. Babo, blind, prone, confused, terrified. Babo is also going to roll. Babo is just scared shitless and also just lays there.
2: <laughs> Clean me. <laughs>
0: Binky's going to attempt to stand. Let's roll a little deck save. Binky does not stand. Binky gets like halfway up and just whoop, 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 and goes right
2: back down. And Melvin, it's back to you. Hmm. What do you think, guys? Have these clowns had enough? Or do we need to teach them a lesson? I think they've probably had enough. Do you think they're, they've I'm learned that. their lesson? You could take care of one of them. Mm-hmm. Just to let the rest know. All right. I'm going to use Ray Perkins (laughs) on Blinky.
0: Ray Perkins against Binky, that's going to be 12 force damage if Binky does not resist. Binky fails.
2: (laughs) Would that be 24 force damage then?
0: Uh, If you shoot both beams at Binky, it's going to be 12 and 12. Oh, yeah,
3: both beams at Binky. I'm Bobo. So much bad has happened to Babbo. <laughs> Might as well shit his pants too. Does that kill Binky?
0: Uh, Binky is down into the wrecked territory, but is not
2: dead—not yet. Does Binky suffer any ill side effects? <laughs> Binky, Binky lets out a little squirt. <laughs> his
0: yellow outfit is
2: now multicolored. <laughs> He's. Blind on the ground and somebody shit in his pants.
4: <laughs> what? And somebody shit in my pants.
0: <laughs> did you see who shit in your pants? I no, I was it. blind at the time.
3: I don't know how that got better. Anyway.
0: Why, why didn't you chase after him while I was laying on the ground? <laughs> how did they get the shit in, the, in your pants? I don't know. I was wearing them the whole time. <laughs> All right. Uh, That was a pretty great turn. Uh, Did you want to do anything else on that one?
2: Um, I'll move out of the range of Slappy. I'll move to the west a little bit. Okay. On Slappy's (laughs) turn, they are going to
0: move in this direction, further away from combat. And it's going to make an attack roll against nothing. Are there, uh, any,
2: are there any cliffs around?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're just in a relatively flat side of the road area here. This is just outside of town.
1: It's Swings his way out of
2: combat. I feel like if he goes off the map, then he should just be disqualified. Yeah. Kolvik, over to you.
1: Well, it is unfortunate that these guys attacked us first. And I don't like him. I'm gonna go next to Roscoe and gently light a match. Oh my God! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Throw it on Babo. You're
2: All gonna right. light him on fire. Nobody it, sees what I'm
0: doing. It's done. It's done. Babo ignites. <laughs> Poor Babo. His mask was washed away I can't as the flames he... lick over his polyester suit, and it melts. God, that's too gruesome.
2: I can't even do that. <laughs> you don't want to get too graphic here. Uh, yeah, I think I want his wig melts into his melt fucking <laughs> eyes. <Yeah. laughs> His cloud
1: shoes become a puddle where he can't remove really from the earth.
2: Oh Christ! This yeah, that's Did too they, gruesome even for me. Do they have polyester on this world? <laughs> it <page> shrinks around his <laughs> <as> junk.
4: <laughs> his his
1: sweet little teddy bear that he keeps in his pocket. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's his to the ground.
3: <laughs> He's frantically squirting his water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my
2: god! Um, Colbeck, I can't believe you lit this guy on fire. Your well, your pants are black. He, your pants have to be black. No,
1: he promise. attacked us first for something that we chose to do. spun, for a little girl. I don't. I don't care.
2: He was completely harmless he was disabled mm. you could have just kicked him in the balls but you just lit him on fire okay was our intent to let him go uh, your intent was to light him on fire apparently you made so. someone
4: shit
1: his pants to death almost <laughs> i don't think almost <laughs> is the key word <laughs>
4: <laughs> big difference here <laughs>
3: no what about i am here <laughs>
4: This isn't I'm, about me. <laughs> I'm really I'm really
0: enjoying the contrast, the, the utter role reversal of Kolvik being the one doing something like this
2: versus everybody else. What I did it was an accident.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright. So uh, you you light the match and dramatic style it drops, it catches the uh, the edge of his sleeve. The flame climbs up the side of his sleeve and Bobo has started on fire. I'm going to call that a free action because you, I mean, you could light a simple match without having a whole lot of effect uh, or without it consuming a lot of your turn, movement, etc. Uh, so, you still have an action. You can still do something on your turn should you choose to do something else. You could still light Binky on fire if you want.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: not
2: in he's not lighter fluid. Which uh, facilitator, if you wanted to go over there and start that one? You could get ready to light somebody on fire, I guess. <laughs> I prepare my action. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm guessing Bobbo is dead, though.
0: Uh, Bobbo is started on fire, and there will be successive turns of him slowly burning to death before you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you just started him on fire. True. He's only been on fire for All about right. six seconds.
1: Well, I'm going to walk away from this situation. What an eternity that must be for him. <laughs> and I'm just going to...
4: Seltzer bottle, seltzer bottle!
1: <laughs> that was a sad scene. With Krusty on the ground here, I am just going to use my warhammer and try to put him out of his memory. Right, Swing it smash. over the head and down to his face. All right. <laughs> He's blind,
0: <laughs> confused, and on the ground. You're going to get advantage on that attack. Kolvik the Merciful over
4: here.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> how this is playing out. Oh, that's that's definitely
0: a hit. Nine. All right, smashy smash, nine bludgeoning damage against Krusty.
2: All right, <laughs> Kolvik. I just imagine like Gallagher style, like. <laughs> it's
4: just, it's just, <laughs> oh! Look! <laughs> <laughs>
0: You you donked him pretty good, but I mean these guys have a fair amount of hit points. You didn't like mm-hmm. you didn't kill him, Rosco. It's your turn now. Um, I'm guess- gonna get out my water skin and I'm gonna try to put Babo out. All right, uh, you he's only been on fire for just a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna say that you don't have to roll for that. You successfully extinguish Babo, and then I'm gonna yell, "Which one of you clowns
3: speaks for the others?" <laughs>
0: Alright, so we'll kind of space this out here um, as, as your turn, and we're going to say that, uh, let's see, I'm just going to roll a 1d4 to determine which one of them is the ringleader. That is going to be Binky. Binky up to the north of you, because he's, you know, he heard Babo get lit on fire. He heard the scream, and we well, can smell it. Uh, The smell of a clown's uniform and wig burning is is distinct. Everyone knows what
3: that smells like. (laughs) Everyone knows what that smells like. Do I smell burning clown?
0: (laughs) So he he says, yes, I speak for the group here. What do you you want from us now?
3: How do you like laying in your own shit? (laughs) It's not great. (laughs) Do you have any further problem with us not hiring the local clown union? Uh, he's, he's like, no, no, I don't think I got any problem. You, you guys got any problems? And all of his buddies are like, no, 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 we're, we're good, we're good. Especially Bobbo. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we'll do if we see any clowns again? I don't want to know. That's right, you don't want to know. <laughs> when you can see again, you can leave. All
0: right. Well, Melvin, Kolvik, anything additional you guys wanted to do on your turns before you walk away from these clowns and go back to town?
2: Yeah, I'm going to take a running start at Krusty and kick him right in the balls when he's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like like I'm trying to kick off a football at the beginning of a game. <laughs> I'm just going to run as hard as I can and kick him right in the balls. Swiveling your hips, putting every ounce <laughs> yeah. of your weight into it. <laughs> yep. give, me, uh, give me an attack roll at advantage. <laughs> Do you think I can kill him by. <laughs> kicking no, I, was the balls? <laughs> I was totally thinking <laughs> that.
0: Episode thirty-three, sacrifice, was released on June tenth, two thousand and eighteen. Hey, you know what you're gonna find next week? Another episode of vegan. Vegan.
4: Vegan. vegan.
3: The, the very, very good good
4: adventuring team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> feel bad. I feel like I've lost my ability to fight over the years. I put really so, well, but... this the loose <laughs> butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Too tired to fart.
3: <laughs> just this like podcast
1: a... has made me realize that.